All right, hello, hello, people. We are back with the From Hobby to Full-Time podcast, and we have been doing a series all of March about four cornerstone mindsets and beliefs that you need in order to become a successful entrepreneur. So we are on the very last cornerstone belief. So far, we've covered the failure mindset, the growth mindset, the perseverance and patient mindset. And last but not least, we're gonna talk about the do what it takes mindset. So. If you are a personal stylist and you have your own business, you're gonna need to do what it takes to be successful. Now, I do not mean undercut, underpriced, or trash talk other personal stylists. What I do mean is you take your business very, very seriously. So a lot of times people will call their business a side hustle and there's nothing wrong with that. I reference that kind of a lot throughout this, but sometimes side hustles are not taken as seriously as businesses, or sometimes you don't put in structures that are going to help you run your business, like keeping track of your finances or paying taxes or really thinking through like knowing your numbers. Um, think about your business as like the next fortune 500 company or like fortune 100, whatever is like the better one. Um, or think about like, what would Sarah Blakely, the founder and CEO of Spanx do with her business? She is like one of the funniest, goofiest people that I follow on Instagram, but she's also a really smart businesswoman and she takes her business seriously. Right. And I like her as an example in this because she did what it took, right? I remember her talking about her story of like selling faxes door to door and, you know, like not giving up when like men laughed at her and she was trying to get manufacturers for this like undergarment. And they said, women don't need that, but she knew that women did. Um, and now she's literally a billionaire. So she did what it took. And that means you're going to have to get serious. So when I say that, and once again, I'm going to reference Marie Forleo. Um, she has now been in all four episodes. But one of the things she says in this book, and I want to read it because it's like amazing, is that she has a whole chapter on eliminating excuses, right? And this is kind of what I mean by doing what it takes. One of the things she says that nothing changes if nothing changes. Be bold, break your patterns. Step away from societal norms that suffocate your life. With a few tweaks, you'll see how much more free time there really is. So and the thing she's basically talking about is that get rid of social media. Stop answering your emails. Stop watching your TV. Um, stop scrolling on Instagram, right? You may need to work some late nights. You may need to work some early mornings, especially if you have a full-time job or a part-time job and you have a family. Um, you may, may need to take on part-time work to fund your dream. So do what it takes. And sometimes that may mean like a little bit of sacrifice, right? So I will say that I um, am not into hustling. I'm not into the whole like sleep is for when you're dead mindset, right? Because I need a nine hours of sleep or I am worthless. Um, but I also believe I don't have a TV um, and I'm not saying you necessarily need to do this, but you do need to watch your consumption. If you are spending all of your time watching TV or scrolling Instagram, when you could be actually pursuing things in your business that are going to bring you money, then you're not doing what it takes to succeed. Um, I am a very firm believer in taking on one project, doing it until completion and then moving on to the next. And this is a process that is like a do what it takes process. Um, a lot of times what happens, what I find personal stylists and other entrepreneurs doing is that they will create like 10 different projects that they're working on all at one time, right? 
And so then they never actually complete one. And then they wonder why their business is not going anywhere. It's because they're just creating busy work and they're not doing what it takes to sit down and have discipline to do the work. A lot of times the infrastructure or the support systems around creating a successful business is not sexy and it's not fun, right? Like it is not fun for me to have to sit down and go through my receipts and do my books and keep that updated and me to look at like numbers and for me to even say like, think through, okay, what's my next launch plan for the Founders Club? Or how am I getting these clients? What emails do I need to create? What services am I offering? Um, all of that jazz, like that's not really necessarily fun. But a lot of times that is like a discipline of do what it takes to get it done. So this really ties into this failure mindset, growth mindset, patience and perseverance mindset, because to do all of those things, you got to do what it takes. And for a lot of people, it does mean significant sacrifices or can mean significant sacrifices to get where they want to go. Now, this is also a little bit of that woo-woo mindset. You have to believe so strong in your vision and where you want to go, who you want to help, why you want to help it, that you will do what it takes. You'll intern. You'll assist. You'll never think that you're too big to help out someone who's coming up after you. And a lot of these things sometimes are things that people, they get to a certain point and then they just stop doing them or they think they're too good. They don't want to do them or they never even do them in the first place. And a lot of times you have to have a vision that's so big that it seems crazy or outrageous and people doubt you, right? But if you have figured out your why, if you know what it is you want to do, then you can figure it out. And a lot of this has to, all of this has to do with your mindset and the way you think about your business and your vision. So I want to talk about overall how to create and cultivate a killer mindset because this is like your best strategy. This is your best weapon, right? You can throw money all day long at a problem and that may solve it temporarily, but it's not going to solve it in the long term. So having more money, having more clients doesn't necessarily mean you have a good business or that you're going to be successful. I put this out on LinkedIn because that's, I think, where some of like the smart businessy people hang out. Um, and I asked them, how do you cultivate like a killer mindset? What are your go-tos and what are your practices? And I want to share those with you so that you can start to integrate them into your own um, routine or you can start to use them and experiment with them and see how it affects your mindset. So my friend Paul Casimus, um, he says, having a mindset routine, one that aligns and reinforces your core beliefs and grants you time to focus internally, like meditation, is key. He said he did a perfect day exercise, which is now part of his mindset routine and has been amazing in how I show up every day. So this is going to be a reoccurring um, theme, and I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that in a second. Um, but I love this idea of a mindset routine, right? Having a routine where you meditate or you think about your day and how you want it to play out um, and doing that every day. My friend Cassandra said that she found Tonya Lee's Mindset Makeover is helpful. It makes a connection between mindset, goal setting, and task slaying in a way that gives me traction I have not had in years, right? Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own process in a second, which is kind of like this. And then I also have um, Danica Breisha. So she didn't actually answer this question, um, but I am in several of her programs and she has talked about this a lot on her own Instagram. And she has something called a future biography and future journaling exercise. And it's very similar to kind of the perfect day exercises that instead of taking one day, you're taking kind of a look in the future and you are writing down, visualizing, um, 
all of the success that you've had, like your income levels, homes that you own, uh, the impact you're making on the world. And it puts that into a very positive visualization future place so that you can then um, focus your tasks on a daily day basis to kind of the small little steps that eventually snowball and help point you off into that direction that you visualize. So these are all amazing, amazing things to cultivate a killer mindset. And I want to tell you a little bit about some of the things that I do practices that I've done over the years that go into this and that are really, really helpful. And I think you may be able to take pick and choose what works for you, right? So in my own kind of mindset journey, I've tried a lot of things, I've tweaked them, I've done them a little bit differently. And here are a few things that I really love to do. So one is a gratitude practice. We talked about this um, last episode, but it really does help me ground and think about the small little things that I'm just so grateful for every day. Um, I do a daily meditation. Right now I do three minutes and it's literally my alarm goes off. I snooze a couple times and then I get up, I sit on the floor, I turn on, I use a free app called Insight Timer. I turn that on for three minutes and I kind of just sit still, close my eyes, I breathe, I think of the things I'm grateful for and I think through what success in my day looks like and I think through the top three 5% activities that I need to get done. So when I talk about 5% activities, and I talk about this all of the time in the Founders Club, these are activities that are going to move the business forward. They are part of your 90 day projects um, that you need to get done to really do these projects, put them to bed, move on to the next. Um, so for example, today, my top three 5% activities are um, finish my bookkeeping business and personal and send that to my accountant, record these podcast episodes. So I've actually recorded all of March's podcasts in one go. Um, and What's my third one? Oh yeah, the Founders Club doors are open. So by the time you listen to this, they're actually gonna be closed. But also think through and talk about launching and say I'm gonna do an Instagram live and what questions do people have and get people excited about it. The doors are open and they can join this awesome community. Those three activities help me one, do projects I need to do like taxes and bookkeeping and get it out of the way so I don't have to think about it again. Um, do these podcasts for all of March so that I'm done. I've time blocked that. And then three, talk about the Founders Club because that's how I make money, right? Um, and so whatever those 5% activities are to you, those things are supported by my mindset routine of meditation and gratitude. And I also do the future biography exercise. Um, and I kind of think through what does my business look like when I've achieved my why? Um, with all of the people I can impact, what can I do? Um, with the money that's flowing into my business, who can I hire? Who can I help support? And how can those people help support my stylists and make this community even bigger and better? So those are my ways that I cultivate a killer mindset because mindset is your most powerful tool for being a successful entrepreneur and personal stylist and owning your own business. So I would love to hear from you. Um, if you have mindset routines that you want to share, I want to hear from you and I want to reshare them. So please let me know what it is that you do on a daily basis um, that really helps your mindset. All right, guys, that is a wrap on this series. I'm skipping over listener cues and star reviews um, today because I've been, uh, like I said, talking for an hour and a half recording these videos, um, recording these podcasts for you. But I will have those back. As always, you can ask me questions on Instagram at Chic Stripes. Find all of the podcasts and the show notes at chicstripes.com backslash podcasts. Um, and then come hang out on Insta Stories. Uh, it's really fun. 
and you get a little sneak peek into my life in my studio apartment in the city of Richmond, Virginia, with my two cats, um, and then all of my outdoors rock climbing adventures, because that's just really fun and I like to do it. So that is it. Um, if you have ideas for more series or more questions or more topics you want me to cover on this podcast, please let me know, and I will get those here to you quick like so that you can establish your why so you can create your personal styling business so that you can rewrite and have your own definition of success so okay peace out see y'all later Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a few minutes and tell you about the Founders Club because the doors are open this week and you've got a limited amount of time to make a decision to join. If you haven't heard of it yet, the Founders Club is an online membership community that helps personal stylists dream, launch, and grow thriving personal styling businesses. So what exactly does this mean? Well, for as little, this sounds really cheesy and salesy, guys. Let me just lay it out to you. For $55 a month, there is an option to pay for the entire year and you get two months free. You get access to the Personal Stylist Business Bootcamp, which is my 12 module course that we'll go through together over the next three months to lay out a blueprint for your personal styling business the way you wanna set this up. This covers everything from money to what you should charge to how to create services to the best service process that you can create. We're also even gonna talk about bookkeeping, finances, and taxes so that you'll know exactly what to do as you set your business up. You're also gonna get, for that $55 a month, industry expert trainings to help you improve your skills as a business person and as a personal stylist. I bring in other people who are experts in their industry to help you and you have full access to ask them the questions you want. You also get coaching calls. This is the time for you to hop on a Zoom call if you're watching this on the video. We talk just like this. You ask me a question and I prompt you to work through and find the answers to your specific business question. You will also learn from other people in your community because chances are if you have that question, somebody else does too. You also get access to a super supportive community of personal stylists. I am the first to tell you that personal stylists and people in fashion are catty and they are secretive. You can ask somebody, hey, how'd you do that? And chances are they're not gonna tell you. But inside of the Founders Club, we open up the doors and we let you in to say, hey, this is how I booked that speaking gig. Hey, this is how I got paid for this. Hey, this is how I dealt with this difficult client that I had. This is how I created these services. This is what I used. We help one another. You also get access to the entire training vault of all of the trainings and coaching calls and resources and downloads that we've had for the past year. And there are some gems inside of there that are perfect for if you are wanting to do LinkedIn strategy or you're wanting to up your newsletter game. You don't have to do it all at one time. That's exactly what this is for. When you're ready to tackle that piece in your business, those resources are there for you. So what is my goal with the Founders Club? It's to equip you with the tools to go from hobby to full-time. Who is this for? You may be asking yourself that question. It is for personal stylists. It is for the newbie stylist who is a little lost. It just doesn't know where to turn. This is for the dreamer stylist who wants to pursue this business idea but feels so incredibly scared and unsure of just what next step you're supposed to take. And this is for the stylist who has a few years under their belt and just needs that push to get to the next level, that next new idea, that next new way to expand your business to start making the money that you want to make. 
The doors for the Founders Club are open through February 20th. There's a reason that they're not open all of the time because we go through the Biz Bootcamp and I wanna make sure I can give everything I can to these stylists, to the new ones coming in, so that you are equipped to launch your business the way you want it to be. So if you are waiting for the perfect time to start your business, then that time just found you. I will see you on the inside.